Planet Platypus presents Sponsor Spotlight, an in-depth look at what's happening in the industry with some of our sponsors. And now, here's your host, DJ Platypus. Okay, so here is a first for the Planet Platypus show and the new Planet Platypus website. We're going to do something that we like to call the Sponsor Spotlight. Now, We've got many sponsors that are friends of ours in, in the industry, and there is no bigger or better friend than our first ever sponsor spotlight, and that's the Penthouse Organization. And with me on the phone is Chuck Rowling, Eddie Suki, John Miller, and Anthony Binger Baleo, the four horsemen, as I like to call them. Although I'm sure, uh, Binger, you'd probably have a different nickname for that grouping, but uh, I'd like they to get... for me. <laughs> I'd like to get started and give each of you an opportunity. Just state your name, what your role in the company is, or your title, and uh, give our listeners a chance to uh, get to know you a little bit. So who wants to start? Chuck? Yeah, sure. Chuck Rowling. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for the Penthouse Division Club Division. Uh, I've been with the company for 26 years. We own six clubs ourselves, and we license penthouse clubs around the world. Awesome. Who, who do we got? Eddie, you're next. Eddie Suki, uh, Director of Licensing for Penthouse Clubs. I've uh, been with the company only a short three years, but uh, absolutely love the brand and I've uh, been in the hospitality business for over 20. And John? John Miller, General Manager, Penthouse Club New Orleans, uh, flagship of uh, our group and the little engine that could. And Binger. Anthony Baleo, uh, DJ New Orleans Penthouse. Um, I do whatever they need. I've been there 11 years. Well, this is a, a great group of guys, a great group of professionals. I've gotten a chance to meet and, in some occasions, work with all of you um, at Expo every year. In fact, John John Miller and I have kind of an ex, Expo bromance going on. Uh, we got to sit in on a panel together, and we've been buddies ever since. Um, uh, we just had to pick on Westland for a little while. Oh, it's always fun to pick on Jerry, no matter what. But um, I want everyone to know what true professionals the four of you really are and how um, important you are to not only the Penthouse brand, but but our strip club industry as a whole. Um, Chuck is kind of the guru of not just Penthouse, but our industry, uh, kind of the go-to when people are looking for ideas when people are trying to get advice. Chuck's kind of the go-to guy, our, our Yoda in a sense, if this was a Star Wars type thing. And, um, and Eddie with the tall task of the licensing in a totally merchandise, merchandisable world with the Penthouse brand, um, which I understand has really grown um, just recently and is about to really explode here pretty soon. And then, of course, uh, John and I love to just make fun of people. I'm kidding, John. John's, uh, John's just a great person to lean on. Just recently, we had one of our customers at one of our Rick's clubs, and he was headed to New Orleans. And I immediately called John um, and said, hey, we've got this great customer. He's going to be in your neck of the woods. Is there any way you can uh, help us out? And, and we want to push him in your direction. Um, I think that right there speaks volumes to where Penthouse is as a brand and where the industry is right now. The fact that two competing chains, 
not just clubs in the same market, two competing, nas- two competing national chains can actually get together and do what's best for the consumer of the overall industry product. And, um, you know, that speaks volumes to the type of professional that John is and, and what you bring to the table as well as getting to Binger where Anthony, Anthony Baleo is not only, you know, the DJ in New Orleans, but he's also nominated for DJ of the Year and probably one of the biggest cheerleaders I've ever seen in any club chain as far as social media goes and really getting the penthouse name out there in other markets just by the friendships and networking that he's developed. So that's kind of my experience with the four of you. Um, and I'd like to start with, with Chuck. Chuck, I understand the, the G-String Awards show is kind of making a comeback. I, I heard a little rumbling about that. Is there any truth to that rumor? And if so, is there any insight you can give our listeners about it? Well, we, we have talked about it. I believe we talked about it last uh, expo. And we do have a club that we're uh, thinking in Philadelphia that if we can finish that deal, <clears throat> would be the perfect club to do maybe a penthouse G-String Awards. Uh, it was very popular back in the day. I guess that was the uh, before Hurricane Katrina hit in New Orleans. That was a staple of the day after Mardi Gras. Everybody came and enjoyed Mardi Gras, and then the contest was right after that. It kind of would put us in a position where normally it would have been a dead weekend, and it uh, boosted sales tremendously and created a, a nationwide contest for the girls, which was a big help also. So, yes, there is some truth to that time frame. I, I can't put a time on it. But something we can definitely look forward to. Um, now, I, I think that uh, certain markets, that's going to be a great thing for all our penthouse clubs. And for just the, to make stuff we can move around. Now, is this going to be open to the features or just the entertainers of the penthouse uh, chain? Uh, well, originally it was for just the features, and I think it's important that the features have another voice or another place where they can showcase their talent. Uh, there for a while, the feature entertainment industry kind of dropped off, but I think it's you kind of get that feel that it's it's kind of coming back as more clubs are looking for ways to increase their business. Right. So, no, that's great. So it is a comeback for the entertainers. I don't look at it as it being a national competition for our local house girls. I think that's a totally different uh, competition we would do. Maybe but, become a penthouse pet. Yeah. You know, Bring back the key. Yeah, correct. I'll tell you what, Chuck, that, that key that you guys used to do back in the day was probably one of my favorite, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but a, a motivational tool, we'll call it. Um, the, the, the penthouse key was synonymous with the greatest entertainers. When I first got in the business, if you had a penthouse key, you were somebody special. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit, the old Tootsies, before Rick's purchased us, we stole that completely, just hacked it right from you guys. And we, we did our own version of the key, you know, uh, and, and, and got that program started. But that was direct ripoff of the penthouse brand, just doing it right for so many years. What a great motivational tool and a great representation of your brand because it was always like not only the best-looking girls but the ones that absolutely were the best professionals, you know, uh, overall. Um, so I'd love to see you guys bring something like that back for the entertainers. Well, we still do that. We do. Oh, our, you do? Our, we still do our Key Girl of the Month, and that's a very good compliment. If anybody steals anything from you, it means you're doing something right. Oh, yeah. 
For so sure. that's always a, one of the better compliments. People used to get very upset with people when they stole their stuff. Me, I always looked at it as like, ah, I'm doing something right, and I'm first. Right. So now, the, key girl, the key girl thing, we do at all our clubs now. That's a normal monthly giveaway with the year, key girl of the year uh, thing at the end. Whether it relates to the magazine or not, you know, some girls don't want to be in the magazine, but it's definitely a possibility, and you have a much better opportunity if you have a key to be in the actual magazine. Yeah, and it's so hard nowadays, too, with, with all of the technology and, and the video and, and, and the club. And a lot of the girls don't want to be photographed. They don't want to be videoed, especially. And I can understand that, too, because there is a, a form of privacy. And you want to maybe protect your identity from your families or the outside you know, world or society you know, uh, deems this bad sometimes. I don't know why, but it does. So I, I can understand that. But that's got to be tough when a girl wins an award for the club and she's like the best of the best. You want to show her off. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to go in the magazine. That's not going to happen. But I'm sure that yeah. can be frustrating sometimes. But the fact that you guys still do that just shows to me and, and should show to everybody just the the way that your company is. And that's kind of a, you're always a people first organization i've learned that with john miller is that like just being around him it's never about the top guys taking credit for anything anytime i've ever complimented john he's always complimented his team like immediately like it's he doesn't like to take and, and chuck you're the same way and eddie i don't really know you as well as i know john and chuck and binger's definitely like that so that speaks volumes to the brand and how you got you're a very people first organization john would you agree with that uh, definitely, and you have to be uh, in the hospitality industry. The people are who make the industry go around. So, and recognizing where you're at and who, how you're made, goes a long way in doing that. We all understand that we wouldn't be anything but a nice bar without the entertainers, and that's why we are, as we say, entertainer friendly. I think my favorite penthouse entertainment moment happened uh, two years ago at Expo when we had that huge bikini contest. You guys remember at the Hard Rock? And um, uh, Binger brought two ringers to my attention. And you guys had, uh, and forgive me because I don't remember their names, but they were like first place and like fourth place, I think. But they were by far like, there's a hundred beautiful entertainers and features competing for a bikini contest. And these two girls from Penthouse just came in and blew everybody's minds. It's like, where did, like, forget the Area 51 talk right now. I think you guys got the aliens because I've never seen such beautiful women that were, like, so amazing at performing. And it was just like, and then I looked over and Penthouse had their own little section on the side of the stage where the pool area was at. And you guys were just, just really gelling and really into that moment. And it was You'll never admit this, so I won't ask, but it was kind of like your, yeah, we're the goods moment. You know what I mean? Without actually saying it, because I know how humble you guys are, but it was just a cool moment, probably one of my favorite at Expo, and, and it, it once again highlights the attention to detail that the Penthouse brand puts into every aspect of everything that they do. And, and that brings me to my question for Eddie. Um, if the G-String Awards do come back, Eddie, are you guys going to use... Uh, that name in some form of licensing, maybe to license it out to other clubs or even from a merchandise standpoint, 
How does something like that work when you have an idea like that that could be larger than life? And then how does your role affect in what Chuck just announced or kind of sort of announced? Well, what we'd ideally like to do is incorporate it into all of our licensees and all of our clubs. And so you could we could kind of have a traveling show. One year it's in the Penthouse Club in Detroit. The following year it's in San Francisco and Houston, you know, Baltimore, New Orleans, et cetera, et cetera. So... Um, actually licensing the G-String Awards, we'll, we'll leave that to Chuck. Since he invented that, he may want to go make some money on that in the future. <laughs> but, uh, but what we'll do is, is incorporate it into all of our clubs and try to make it a brand, you know, a, a, a brand-friendly competition. Oh, the yeah. travel. Yeah. So everybody in the country can see it, not just coming to New Orleans. Right. As it, as it could and probably should be because getting that brand national brand uh, recognition is, is half the battle, right, guys? I mean, that's, you know, I mean, I know that coming from, you know, the chain I work at. And also another testament to the Penthouse brand, and, and I mean, I personally love you guys. You know that. That's no secret. But um, the way that the people at uh, the RCI brand, the Rick's Cabaret brand, talk and feel about Penthouse is a real testament to where we're going as an industry compared to where we've come from. You know, uh, 20 years ago when I got in this business, you didn't go into competitions clubs. You didn't even, you weren't allowed. You weren't even invited. You know, you were the enemy. And here we are 25 years later. And, you know, I'll be at a meeting and, you know, we'll all be together. And the way I'm introduced to people from Penthouse, from Rick's people, is always in the most respectful way. And there's just this this commonality between the two camps that we, we just both really equally respect each other, I, I feel. And that's come a long way, but I feel like Penthouse has been kind of the, the demonstrators of that through Expo over the last 10 years. You guys always come to Expo. You always pack a big punch. You get your branding out there, and you're always almost like as if you're throwing the vent yourself, the most hospitable people in the place. And um, that brings me to a question for Binger. This year, Penthouse is sponsoring the main stage on the convention room floor, which is a big honor. It's a big deal. Um, and I know that that's a big undertaking for you. I've done it years past. It's not an easy gig, Binger. Um, what are you planning to do for Expo with the main stage? Can you give our listeners just a little, you know, just a little teaser? Well, it's going to be bigger than the normal booth space that's been done before. Um, as in the past, I think I've only seen as big as 10 feet by 10 feet um, in the little stage. We're going to actually duplicate an entire club on the inside. Uh, light, sound, stage, seating, bar, even a VIP section. Um, it's basically going to be a club inside of uh, Planet Hollywood. So they're uh, going kind of over the top for this one. Man. So we've got uh, girls lined up for the stages. Um, it's a... Uh, I don't have the list of ladies. I was caught off guard. I don't have a list of girls. No, that's names. okay. I wasn't asking for that. I was just trying to get a kind of an overview of what you're going to do. Yeah, we're just going to show uh, what it's going to, what it's like inside of a penthouse club, the club atmosphere, uh, how we, you know, how we just set it, keep the music up, keep pretty ladies on the stage, and uh, so just show you that atmosphere that penthouse shows you. That's fantastic. And you know what? Hey, Everyone your, needs to see that too. You know, to your point about keeping the industry kind of small, you know, uh, we, we truly believe in being friendly across all brands and, and, and the industry of world, you know, around. 
we got Harmon was in town for the Stones concert yesterday. We're having lunch with him today, you know. So right. We we believe that we, we again we we welcome anybody from any brand in all of our clubs. Yeah, and you know what, John? That just makes us all better. You know what I mean? There's things that you can teach me. I'm sure there's there's experiences I've had that you can take from, and and just building those networks and those friendships help all. It helps the industry as a whole. And what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know, what I mean, it's it's what's good for Penthouse is good for Ricks. What's good for John and Chuck and and Eddie and and Binger is good for Platypus. You know, um, because we're all striving the same goal, which is to keep fighting the negativity that, that keeps us down and keep promoting our brands and entertaining the holy hell out of our, our guests and, and just doing what we love to do, which is provide quality, top, professional adult entertainment. So I, I applaud you guys. I think you guys are the, you know, I'm biased here. I think you're the second best in the business. <laughs> but... <laughs> But, um, you know, those those are my opinions and my opinions only. But, um, no, but for real, I, I have tremendous amount of respect for all of you. I have a tremendous amount of respect for the Penthouse brand. Mr. Kirkendall is a total professional. And the thing I love most about your company is from the from Mr. Kirkendall to the guys that you subcontract to clean your clubs when they're closed. It is a top-notch professional organization. Um, and on that note, I want to get a little personal right now. With um, there was just recently a hurricane in New Orleans, uh, more of a tropical storm. Um, but I just wanted to find out a how is the club doing and how are your people in that area doing since that event happened this past weekend? Well, TSB uh, Barry was more like BS Barry. Uh, we didn't really see much except the decline in uh, foot traffic throughout the event, a little wind and rain. Uh, staff positive, looking forward to a great event coming up here in new orleans this week tales of the cocktail so definitely a fun time going on just getting back to business as normal and uh hoping to show our guests the most awesome and what are your upcoming events across the board in the chain is, is there anything specific uh, leading up to expo that you'd like to promote right now Not to take up. We got a business as usual. Yeah, more or less. Uh, preparing for the convention. Yeah, this you time, but this time you know, we're usually prepared. We, we do have uh, right after, the, right before the convention. Here we're doing the uh, Houston Club's going to soft open, uh, like July twenty sixth. Oh, okay. So anybody in the Houston area needs to check out the uh, the new penthouse uh, coming to your neck of the woods. That's that's going to be amazing. It is an amazing club. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that, that, they put in a nice light and sound show. There. They did the art facility. Travis Scott's there for the uh, grand opening. August 24th. August 24th. Wow. That's yeah. a big name. <laughs> yeah. So is it going to be more of an urban type club? Because Houston's more of an urban market, so. No, they're, uh, it's a penthouse club. It'll It's it's targeted mainstream. Um, I think they just want to choose a a popular pop artist, kind of similar to that 11 concept where they're bringing in big name artists. Yeah. And I mean, that, that concept seems to be working. 11 does very well with it. Scarlet's does very well with it. Monroe's and Palm beach does very well with it. Um, in, in South Florida, that seems to be kind of the vibe. Um, you know, Tootsie's is a little bit different, uh, not quite like 11 or, or Scarlet's. We're kind of our own little thing, but I feel like you can get away with certain things like that, but not every market 
does that concept work? Would you guys agree? I, I don't think it works in like Minnesota, you know? I, I do think we see this trend. I think we see that the gentlemen's club market is trending nightclub. Right. Um, but, but if you were on the political scale, we would say that we're, you know, left of, of the old traditional gentlemen's club, but we're definitely uh, right of, of Club 11. We believe that there's a happy medium, kind of a hybrid in between the two of the old school gentlemen's club and what, what these nightclubs are. Yeah, I think the way that the, the nature of the business is trending, like you said, is is this new generation, these millennials. <laughs> I don't get them, guys. I just don't. It's just I, I'm a little bit more old school. But I understand that, you know, being in the business that we're in, we have to cater to all ages, all demographics. You know, um, no matter who you are or where you're from, everybody loves beautiful naked women. I think that's the commonality of our business, no matter what your age grouping is or whatever. However, on the entertainment side of things, and maybe Binger can touch on this, on the entertainment side of things, for me, I noticed that it's it's a very different ball game trying to attract the younger crowd today. And you almost have to kind of break those old golden rules a little bit, I guess is the easiest way to say it. In order to keep, you know, the guys that used, the, the girls, girls, girls age of customers that used to come in, they'd get on their Harley, they'd come in, they'd have a couple beers, have a couple lap dances, and they do that three or four times a week. That generation is kind of graduated now, and there's this new generation that came in that's, you know, so in tune with the technology on their hands, meaning their cell phones, that it's more important to be a status symbol as a patron in a place versus just to be your neighborhood bar that you come have a few drinks and socialize with some good people. Would you guys agree or disagree with that? I agree. I think that there's like Eddie said, a happy meeting there. We're kind of like a, in new Orleans, a nightclub with, with, uh, entertainment. If you want to play with the entertainers, you can, if you don't, you can sit there and jam to the music and, or Hang out with your buddy. Nightclubs to stay open too. With that theme, they actually have clubs in the city that can't remain open or don't. I mean, Metro and other places are are, are EDM clubs and, and stuff like that. They, but they got to score really big names to like like stay stay relevant. We can just do it with our entertainers, and I like that a lot. Our, enter our entertainers are great. Our entertainers in New Orleans are, are just the the main reason that club just just does. Well, New Orleans is one of my favorite clubs, period. I mean, I've been in a lot of clubs, both Rick's and non-Rick's clubs. And Penthouse New Orleans, if you're ever in New Orleans, I think it's equally important to see that of any other tourist attraction in that town because you're going to be surprised the second you walk in there. If you go to any other adult establishment anywhere in New Orleans, it's going to be a very different experience than the second you walk into the door at, at Penthouse from the way you're greeted to the way you're treated to the entertainment value going on inside. I mean, everything about that club is so detail-oriented. If I had to make a top 10 list of non-Ricks clubs so I don't get yelled at by my bosses, Penthouse, would Penthouse New Orleans would definitely be the, my favorite club I've ever been in in my professional life, hands down. Well, thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, one one last thing before we wrap up, guys. Um, your your man Anthony Baleo, better known to his DJ buddies like myself as Binger, uh, is nominated for the DJ of the year. Um, he has been nominated for a couple years for DJ of the year. He is 
kind of turning into the Susan Lucci of this thing, guys. You know, <laughs> and and I'm just wondering, it it would mean a lot to me, and I promise you, he's going to act humble about it. But it's going to mean even more to him if I can get the three people that he respects most in his professional life to say one good thing to everybody. Now I know the voting's over, and 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 I'm not using this as a voting pitch. I just wanted to know from Chuck, Eddie, and John, um, if you guys can just say one thing about Binger that, um, that that you feel, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, I would just like to give you an opportunity to say something nice about one of your top DJs in your brand who I happen to personally respect and love dearly. Well, I guess I can start out. We've had on-again, off-again relationships, me and Binger. And, but the one thing I can say about him is he listens, he expresses his point, and then he does what the final outcome of that decision was. He, he uh, has been a, a truly gift to me over the 11 years that he's been here. Dude. So that's about all I can say because, again, like all DJs, like all DJs, we all have our issues with them. We all... What are you trying to say, Chuck? <laughs> well, I mean, it's like entertainers. We're DJ friendly too, but again, a lot of them, you know, you, they are stars. You know that, and stars need attention. So, Chuck, I could do four hours on DJs, so don't worry about it. I hear where you're coming from, but um, it's a very professional opinion. Uh, my opinion is he's very professional at what he does. Hey, I'll, I'll expand on that. Um, you know. I only got to work with Anthony briefly in the club, but uh, a, a true, complete professional absolutely treats the entertainers uh, respectfully, professionally, which is why his girl count always seems to be higher than the rest of the DJs, and uh, ultimately a, a true professional and consummate to his profession by updating his playlist. I've worked in many, many clubs where I could walk in and tell you what the next song is going to be because the DJ hasn't changed his playlist in, in you know, a year or which girls on stage by the song that's being played like that's that's another bad habit exactly and so i give him a lot of a lot of props there he's always updating his music and and current and up to date with what's uh what's what's out there and for myself who works probably with anthony on the most regular basis of the three of us is just his ability to understand beyond the confines of the booth, what's going on in the operation of the business and how to produce the most out of the room on a, on a nightly basis. Yeah, I agree with that, John. I definitely agree with you. Um, I, think he's, I think he's one of the best DJs in the country, bar none. I've worked with a ton of DJs. Um, I, just, I personally, personally love the guy. I mean, uh, he's a dear friend. Um, but... I, I asked that question specifically because I wanted to end on not only a high note, but I also wanted the people to see the thing about the three of you, meaning Chuck, Eddie, and John, which is the same thing that I see in you guys, that that's right in that moment when you were addressing him, that's really truly who you are. And if you ever go to work for Penthouse, those are the three guys you're really going to be working for and working with. And then they won't even take the four part because they work with people. And um, Chuck Rowling, Eddie Suki, John Miller, I think you guys are three of the greatest people in our industry on many different levels. I enjoy our friendship. I enjoy our competition. Um, and I enjoy the leadership that you bring to Expo every year. 
I feel like I always, I, I feel like Expo isn't complete unless Chuck makes fun of me and says something that makes me feel like one of the Cosby kids. I, I, I and I, and I'm not complete unless John and I have, you know, uh, a moment's somewhere in the craziness where I'm losing my mind and I walk past John Miller and he stops me or grab my arm and go, Platt, breathe. You know, and it's just, and it's just a testament to you guys are real people, um, and, but you're really, really good people. You're good-hearted, you're hardworking, and you, shed a, you set a, a shining example of what not only chains, but every single club in the adult industry should aspire to be. Because I, I really think you guys are are some of the the best out there, and um, and I'm honored to have Penthouse as a sponsor on Planet Platypus. I'm I'm honored to have a friendship with all four of you. And um, is there anything else that you guys would like to say uh, before we we end this segment? Because uh, I I just simply want to say thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think we just look forward to seeing everyone at uh, the Penthouse Main Stage and uh, Expo 2019. Awesome. All right, we're going to wrap this up. That's the uh, the dream team over in the Penthouse brand, and you definitely need to check out the Main Stage at Expo um, both days during the convention, and I promise you you will see um, these guys scattered throughout the week. Um, if you have an opportunity to meet Chuck, Eddie, John, or Anthony, um, do yourself a favor and take five minutes of your life and get to meet these people because I can attest for it. It could be a life-changing type of uh, meeting. Uh, guys, I love you very much and thank you so much and I can't wait to see you in August. Yeah, right. Thanks, Later, brother. Later. That's a wrap. Penthouse. Thank you. This has been Sponsor Spotlight, brought to you by Planet Platypus and The Penthouse Club. <laughs>